So use your butt however you you would like now. (laughs) (sighs) Here we are. No podcast. Once again. Forevermore. These are the glory days. These those were the salad days. Ironically, I skipped the salad and I'm just eating the tortellini and meatballs. <laughs> I like to throw uh, all that on top of the salad. Have a hot the, salad underneath. A hot salad with tortellini. That doesn't sound bad. I mean, with the meat sauce and everything, maybe not so much, but everybody's always trying to keep those those leaves cool. Heat them up. Put them under a soup. Ooh. I'll have my soup and salad in one (laughs) big-ass bowl, please. I One time I reheated a veal parmesan that had some salad in the same to-go container, and I ate that (laughs) salad, and I got so sick. (laughs) I got, like, chest pains from diarrhea sick off of that hot salad. (laughs) Man's hubris. Man's man, man's hubris only begins at the hot salad. It ended with me refusing to take an ambulance. And I was like, we'll just sort it out. This is, if this I, is how I go, this is how I go. Is, say I took ill. Don't don't give any details. Here lies Nathan. Had a heart attack from diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> hot leftover salad. <laughs> that's not. That's not. Not like this. Not like this. <laughs> Nate died as he lives, slumped over on a shitter, just on the just on the <laughs> toilet, eating his leftovers. If you knew Italian that was the way you were gonna go, wouldn't you go and die on the Graceland uh, tourist toilet? <laughs> Oh yeah, if I knew if I knew the exact moment of my death, you better believe that I would head straight to Memphis and die on that toilet. <laughs> just Paul jump Simon. over the guardrail. Paul Simon <laughs> writes a, a, a sequel song to Graceland. We'd, we'd have to re- record a downbeat cover of Walk It Walk It in Memphis if that were the case. Yeah. Just a minor key cover of Walk It in Memphis. <laughs> yeah. They'd play it over sitting, a horror movie later, in Memphis, but... more like it. <laughs> squatting in Memphis. Uh, this is we don't have a podcast yet. I'm Nathan. I'm AJ Andrew Estes. I'm Daniel. Daniel's Tilford. here. Daniel Tilford. I'm, I'm our, also here. Our good friend and former former podcast co-host. From our old podcast that nobody listened to. Was it was every episode an unwieldy tome? Every, every episode a treat. Remember when we did that funny bit where we uh, acted Recorded like Donald Trump podcast. was the president? <laughs> the one what? where we were like, this one's the election episode. And then we talked about know. how Donald Trump won because we recorded it in, in advance. And then he actually won and it was horrible. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and then the whole... The next three to four years was was all downhill from then. It was like, yeah, that, I got a brand new podcast. This is fun. Everything's going great in my life. 
Let's <laughs> joke about the darkest possible timeline. It won't happen. Simpler times. Well, here we are. Yeah. Still no podcast. Years later, still no podcast. <laughs> We've essentially downgraded. We have one less host and we have no conceit for our podcast. But we're a lot more deferential about it. You know, it's just we we are not pretenders to this throne. Uh, it's we, true. Per, perhaps we're, one day, but not today. The mask is off now, and we admit that we don't have a podcast. Before, we were like, yeah, we have a podcast. People were like, what is it? And we're like, eh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, no, that doesn't sound like a podcast. <laughs> <sighs> I feel like I have a, I believe I have a correction. Okay. Wait, no, I don't. I had one, but we agree- we addressed it on last week's episode. Okay. It was about the cribbage game. Oh yeah, with the what? What, what game did you think it was? Yeah, because cribbage is the card cards and pegs. Yeah, carom. Carom, I believe. We've already been over this. We've we done that. To, yeah, we don't need to revisit. You got, it. You got a new podcast idea. We got to we got to get into the new podcast ideas. Rudy. <laughs> I just had a mouthful of food and it made me sound like the cause. That wasn't on purpose. Well, uh I I've, I've got one here uh and uh it's it's once again like a quarantine quarantine sort of theme thing which maybe we could get to catch on and then once it finally gets lifted, maybe everybody loves it so much it keeps going. But eBay Live, let's let's put all the auctioneers back to work and make all of the eBay auctions live auctions. We can watch live video. We we can personally say like, hey, better, 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 better. Hey, I got ten over here, ten over here, looking for eleven, 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 eleven. I see eleven, eleven, eleven looking for twelve, twelve, twelve. 12. And all, all that, but but it's just live videos, and we we just auction all of our stuff off so that we have money to live live on. <laughs> That's this is an excellent idea. It it combines all of the best parts of this horrible uh, global nightmare we're currently living through: the fun live streams, the selling off your personal items <laughs> to survive. <laughs> If there was a way that we could make food and toilet paper shortages part of this <laughs> podcast, I think we'd have a real winner. I mean, if I, I, I would imagine that we, we could have a separate auction for every roll of toilet paper. I think that people would tune in. Oh, for that's that. going to keep us. Uh, yeah, that's going to keep us in gold diapers for years. <laughs> and honestly, gold diapers are what we're going to need to get through this. That's a hell of a catch-22. The man who has all the toilet paper also has a gold diaper and doesn't need it. Truly. We are living in a gilded age. (laughs) As someone who has all the toilet paper and gold diapers, I can tell you. Actually, I don't have toilet paper. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm, I'm, I have I'm a sitting bidet. pretty with eight eight rolls left. Ooh. I have not touched paper to my uh, bottom in three and a half weeks. I went completely paper free, just just doing a doing a spray and then just shaking it dry like a little dog. <laughs> I. As as a person who's never used a bidet, I, I have to wonder and ask: uh, Do you have to do like a a butthole touch to make sure that you've you you've completed the job every time? No, I I used to, but it was always clean, and I was just <laughs> like paranoid about it, you know. And plus, I mean, it is a little. There's a little bit of a sensation of like having a wet butt. You know, you're like, mm. like when you pull up your pants and there's still a little bit of damp there. That feels weird. But I mean, you don't have honestly, like a half the time when I leave the bathroom, my hands are still a little damp. You know, like you don't get them bone dry after you wash your hands, right? You just got damp hands. A damp ass is way less to think about. <laughs> I'm not touching a doorknob with my ass worried about what other people are going to think like oh oh, did he touch his wet ass to this doorknob man that's that's a weird fun trick that I have the time to learn how to do now but you know nobody to show it off for what what's that uh, oh opening doors with my ass The torque of my cheeks, twisting that knob and popping that door open. Mm. You got to work on your Kegels. <laughs> Get that Kung Fu grip. What are some other things that eBay Live... We, oh. we have to have... Uh, I, I I was mainly thinking about all the junk I have, but but now I'm realizing it, it it should just be the marketplace for all essential goods. That really, <clears throat> you know, if, if we if, nationalize eBay, turned it into a live streaming site. I I feel like eBay in a lot of ways was uh, the. Uh, <sighs> The, the crowning achievement of capitalism. So, I mean, if, if, if we've decided to die by that, like, like let's, let's use its, its greatest tool. Let's, let's put it in the forefront. Yeah. <clears throat> we don't need a black market. It's, it's just the, the shade of gray market. It's eBay live. Now I know that you said we get auctioneers, were you thinking about like employing out of work auctioneers? Oh yeah, we're we're gonna bring them all back in, and uh, you know they're they're probably gonna have a pretty hefty caseload. We're probably gonna be assigning each auctioneer upwards of fifty thousand auctions that <laughs> that they need to be keeping track of constantly, and so uh, putting them in in some sort of giant panopticon style construction where they can they they can do all of these auctions is gonna be paramount. 
Are you concerned at all about the fact that these auctioneers do not have uh, <clears throat> a lot of experience in front of a camera? Oh, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> I, I I know that they're they're used to being seen by upwards of like fifty dairy farmers at once, and I mean. When when once you're capable of, of of commanding an audience like that, I don't I don't think that an immensely larger audience that you're unaware of is going to bother you. I, I think that they might just need to to have some fairy or uh, uh, dairy farmer dolls uh, in the background to look to to perform to something <laughs> to make eye contact with. What if we gave? What if we gave the auctioneers uh, those little wireless vibrators like cam girls have to? <laughs> oh, you you mean to, like uh, when when they want to get uh, the people bidding to go into a private au- private auction? Yeah, <laughs> private. We have a this one's a silent auction. <laughs> and you just, They're just gonna good. really like auction off like the really juicy juicy shit and. Uh, yeah, that's a good idea. Just a, yeah, there's a big guy in a in a white ten gallon hat, and he's a five and a five. You have yeah, whoa! whoa. <laughs> when he hits that, <clears throat> when somebody tips him in the live stream, maybe when all like... this is said and done, that auctioneer <clears throat> can earn a few hundred dollars, uh, and some nerds will eat sushi off of his naked body. <laughs> It's a good idea, and I think it's one that we need to give some serious, uh, <laughs> some serious weight to. Uh, here's I have a, I have one here. Uh, I wrote podcast for billionaires. <laughs> this would be a podcast where, uh, like, four billionaires by billionaires. No, this is four billionaires by serfs. Okay. Essentially, this would be us making a podcast that we think billionaires would like to listen to. So, I mean, probably similar to uh, Malcolm Gladwell's podcast. Just a lot of saying, oh, but what if that was actually good? Is Is there like... Is there a billionaire who uh, likes to slum it? Is there any chance we could, you know, get one of their kind that would play with our kind a little bit? Because I, I don't know what they like, and I, I, I need, I need to find one in the wild and ask it a bunch of questions and observe it. I guess could we, do you think could we? Uh, do any of us know anybody who could get us in touch with Grimes? <laughs> I feel I like Grimes know. is, yeah. You got it, Daniel. Do you have a connection with Grimes? Certainly do not know. Ah, shit. Grimes is really, I think, that's our. Uh, that's our, our end to the the billionaire here. community. Yeah. Kind of a Grimes is the daywalker. <laughs> kind of moves between the two tribes freely 
Um, but I think really, uh, uh, what what we could really uh, get from this is uh, not so much us getting into the mindset of a billionaire, because God knows they're barely human beings anymore. They're kind of like uh, Tetsuo when he <laughs> when he goes all gloopy at the end of of Akira. Just like a blob of uh, of half money, half man. Yeah. But I think that what what we could do in this podcast for billionaires would be to uh, <clears throat> kind of appeal to their latent humanity. Like whatever that little shred that's left that we're like, Are you still have good in you, billionaires. And we could just uh, talk about the kind of things we would do if we had a billion dollars. So we're just like, remember when we kept the the clowns from kicking the shit out of you, uh, Tetsuo? Remember me? We're we're Kaneda. (laughs) You know, we were your friend. You wanted to ride our cool motorcycle, but now you're a billionaire and and you're disgusting. And I'm going to kill you with a laser cannon, you piece of trash. (laughs) Okay. That, of course, also Michael Bloomberg, uh, <laughs> nearly killed by the clowns <laughs> on his electric motorcycle. A lot of people forget that Michael Michael Bloomberg. Yeah, he's rich, but he started at the bottom. He was part of a of a Japanese street gang that fought fought clowns. He shows up at Jeffrey Epstein's island and he's like, where the hell's the damn baby room? I don't know. And some 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 of this could just be like that. That's so much money. And a lot of times it's probably really frustrating that all that money is just like a number on a sheet of paper somewhere. So we could probably come up with some cash crafts for them. You know, like get out a hundred thousand dollars and also get out your crazy glue. We're 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 gonna make a a duck blind, a duck blind a out balloon. of a hundred dollar bills. Mm, mm. <laughs> just the, lots of lots of different crafts that we can do just using using that heavy duty special paper that they only use for money. It's so much better than the regular paper. Mm. Yeah, I was gonna say you blow up a balloon and then you you uh, take a bunch of hundred dollar bills and paper mache onto the balloon, and you got yourself a little pinata, and then I don't know what do you put in the pinata made of money? Your semen, gold, gold coins, semen, <laughs> Kentucky Derby racehorse, triple crown winner, <laughs> semen inside of a money yeah. pinata. You just got to jerk a horse off into a balloon. It's not hard. Everybody's (laughs) done it. Just a big party balloon full of horse semen. And then you paper mache uh, uh, money over it. That's the kind of thing money can't buy. That's that's my belief, at least. That's, That's how I live my life. I, I think that money can buy that, but the joy that it gives you isn't bought by the money. It's 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 bought by you having had the money for a long time and having uh, been 
poisoned by it. You think about the money while you're doing it. You're like, damn. <laughs> money is crazy, huh? Look at me. What it, am I even doing? It'd be like me if, if like dandruff was worth money. I'd just be like, I got it forever. It doesn't matter. Do you want a little bit? You want a little bit? You want a little bit? It's snowing. Every year you have to like uh, have your business, whatever your business is. You have to talk people at the cash register into donating their dandruff to charity so that you can write it off on your taxes because <laughs> you've produced too much dandruff. <laughs> Would you like to contribute some dandruff to the Children Without Dandruff Fund? Okay, just hit not today on the touchscreen. Okay, and here's your 30-foot receipt. <laughs> it's a real tragedy. All of these kids that uh, Locks for Love uh, provides with wigs, they are not provided with the dandruff <laughs> that that hair would have continued to create. So we, we try to fill that need. Welcome back. This is hour eight of the Children Without Dandruff Telethon. Look at these brave little, brave little boys and girls here. We dug All up Jerry Lewis, uh, and, and we we've got him dancing around the stage via a wire contraption of our own devising. The corpse of Jerry Lewis. Yeah. Mm. That's how he would have wanted it. Yeah, he's he's hosting that telethon to this day. Every day now, because people have time for it. Man, that would be wearying. All right, let's 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 move on to our next idea. Okay. Do you have one, Daniel? <clears throat> uh, I have a couple things. All right. All right. Uh, so I have one called Tattoo You. And that's, it's a Rolling Stones trivia podcast. But the loser has to get a picture of Hervé Villachez from Fantasy Island tattooed on their body. Oh, that's really good. (laughs) 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 I love it, and I also don't want it to win. So this is a this would be a podcast where every week one of us would be getting (laughs) Hervé Villachez. Three of us would get a. I, I I'm, honestly, I'm if I were going to get a tattoo, I, I have none. Uh, <laughs> that would not be a bad one to get. Yeah, I think it's a good first tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I guess I guess he would be in the little tuxedo. Oh yes, he wasn't ever. Was he in anything else, or was it just that? No, he was in other stuff. He was in a Bond movie, I think. Right? Was he? Um, maybe a Timothy Dalton one. I mean, I don't know. He could that, have been that, that like uh, would, one of the uh, Jawas in Star Wars. I know he was in Forbidden Zone. Right, Daniel? Is that the name? Did I get it right? And it, that is correct, yes. Okay. <laughs> Forbidden Zone. That's just what I call it when someone, their eye level is right at my groin. He was in The Man with the Golden Gun. Hmm. He played the Golden Gun. He was also an airplane too. The one no one saw. Exactly. 
Didn't that one have like a nude scene in it? Well, I guess the first, the first one, one, the first one, one did too. too. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's right right in the beginning of the first one. I I know that Nate's talked. Did didn't you say your kids love the the boobs that <laughs> that jump across the screen in the first five minutes of Airplane? I think that's Airplane too, where it's yeah, right that, at the beginning. No, that's one. That's the first one. Yeah. Is it first one? Absolutely, yes. I think both both of the first two Police Academy movies have uh, topless scenes in them as well. What's the topless scene at the very beginning of Airplane? Because I'm thinking of in Airplane Two, they go through like the X ray machine, right? No, that's one. That's that's Airplane One. No shit. I've watched it. it, I've watched that one several times. I've never noticed. There's a scene where everybody it's in a scene like that in two because there probably is, but the first one definitely has that. The only boob scene I can remember from Airplane is the one when everyone panics on the plane and then it's just a close-up of boobs bouncing running in front of the camera. That That's the part that my children were laughing hysterically. It made me rewind it and watch the boobs over and over because they don't understand sexuality. They just think that the boobs are funny. I, I thought that that happened early in the movie before they actually got on the plane. But I could be wrong. It's like the scene where everybody is like strangling each other, freaking out because they just found out that the pilots are sick. Okay, I, I need to rewatch them. I, I I'm probably wrong. I I know I've seen both of them. I've seen the first airplane in the past seven or eight years. I haven't seen Airplane Two since I was in middle school. I don't. I don't know. I, well, it sounds like we're going to have some corrections uh, for our next episode. Yeah, yeah we, we, we want to cultivate those corrections. That's the, you know, that's a good big part of this show. So that was uh, tattoo you. Uh, any other thoughts? Um, I love the Rolling Stones, but I don't think I'd be great at Rolling Stones trivia. Because there's such a, to me, like a, I, I know a whole bunch of songs, but I've never been in a Rolling Stones album guy. I don't know what albums any of them are on, or I'm probably not very good with deep cuts, so I'd probably end up with the Hervé Villachez on me, and that, that wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. I, I could always things. get like a tattoo flying out of my butt that he's, or, or a, of a plane flying out of my butt that he could point to, that... So I guess I'd probably put them on my my the the back of my upper leg, right under the butt. What's that part of the leg called? Top top like, leg. Yeah, Here. give me give give. What's that meat's name? <laughs> that uh yeah that under cheek meat. Oh, and you could give them a really long finger that curves over the buttock. Yeah. Okay. I'll do that one. I might. <laughs> I might not even try to win. AJ loses. Oh. We all win. <laughs> all right. I got another. You're all uh, gonna see my ass a lot more. Well, maybe that was my plan all along. Okay. All right. Here, I got another one here. I just wrote book report. <laughs> I'm, are you gonna I'm buy bored. me a personal pan pizza after i do this one this would be 
well, this is that could be part of it. Uh, maybe we both go and read a book this week, and then we report back and we give each other a book report, and then we both enjoy a personal pan pizza. <laughs> I I like it because that that was always my favorite part of reading Rainbow was when they would get the kids to actually be like tell the story, like sell this book to other kids. And they'd get all amped about it and be like, guess what? This baby bird doesn't know what his mama looks like. He just hashed out of an egg and can't see what he looks like. So he's asking a dog, are you my mother? He's asking a fire hose, are you my mother? And and the kids always made me want to read the books. So I I think that that's a good format. Mm. Hmm. That was the music they always played in between the book reports. Mm-hmm. What, what what kind of books do you guys think you would read? Do you got any thing on your reading lists? Um, I'd probably read the Bible. <laughs> Give that one another whirl. Just I've heard a lot of stuff about it. Is there a book about the band Three Eleven? <laughs> it's either the Bible or if there's a book about 311. Those are my two choices. I, I would imagine there are multiple books about 311, but I, I think we're, we're like it's probably a long ways away before there are 311 books about 3 311. Like that's mm. probably gonna be for my great 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 grandson's uh, podcast or lack thereof. Oh, hang on. I'm just looking here. Um, uh, this is uh, from BibleHub.com. It says, John 3.11. Very truly, I tell you, we speak of what we know and we testify to what we have seen. But still, you people do not accept our testimony. And boy, oh boy, if wow. that doesn't... Uh, if that doesn't for, forebode the coming of the band 311, I don't know what does. Maybe uh, maybe, maybe if, they're, they're big Bible fans and they're just like, people aren't going to get this shit. If there isn't a book on 311 called The 411 on 311, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what's going on. I, I, I want to buy 311 for dummies. <laughs> it's the only Real- 311 book that is needed. <laughs> Wr- written by dummies for dummies. <laughs> it's the the first of its kind. <laughs> I'll, I'll do a book report. I mean, I, yeah. I, I mean, I feel like we almost have to do a podcast to get me to read a book anymore. I, 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 I have not had a more than single digit book reading count in about six or seven years now, <laughs> and it. I used to be in the dozens a year. I, I don't, I don't know how to do it anymore. I've lost it. Lost like my, last... I've lost my book boner, guys. So, like, I... I feel like the last full, complete book I read was Wolf and White Van. I, Wolf I did read that. In White too. Van. I read that book. Yeah, it was good. It's, Is it's it about by, a wolf in a van? It's by John Darneal of the Mountain Goats. Uh, that explains it. 
<laughs> it is good, but it's 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 like a it's it's about it's a, a disfig- breezy read. This disfigured man who uh, runs a uh, a role playing uh, by mail game. And that's that's how he he makes his living is he's devised all these role playing games and people send their moves to him via letter and he sends like the response back to them. Has this guy not heard about the internet? <laughs> I w- when does it take does it take place in the eighties? I'm, I'm trying does. to remember. I think it's in the eighties when it yeah. when it takes place. So the answer is no. He has not heard of the internet. <laughs> Guys, there is so much noise upstairs. I'm I'm, I'm sorry. You, you you got you got a full house going on up there. Can you hear this? All this thumping? Absolutely. Someone, someone yelled, <laughs> "I'm in the bathroom." <laughs> Don't come in here. I'm in the bathroom. They are having a time. I'm missing out. I could be up there running around, not coming in the bathroom. Okay. Well, I, I got another idea. Uh, and this is uh, Warboard Games. And uh, it would just be a pod- <laughs> podcast that attempts to adapt every war that you can think of into a board game. It's not just risk. It's not always all-out world war. Sometimes we need to have a war on drugs. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And which which game is the war on drugs? Are we making a game oh, based yeah. on the it, war it, on drugs? Every dr- time there'd be a, a portion of the podcast where we, we design the board, the the game mechanics, what, what pieces we're going to need, if there's a currency needed. So it's we, we would just be treating every war as its own special perfect little animal and not just being like every board every war is the same we're, we're just gonna print the world on a board and and give everybody a shitload of cannons and a pair of die every war game should be different every war board game should be different you have battleship yeah, that's that's a like a, a C game, and we never see the like the larger output of it. That's just a battle game. So what what would it be if you extrapolated it and we're like, this is Waterworld. These are all C battles. It's not just one grid. It's a it's a much much bigger grid. How come they never made a three dimensional version of Battleship called Spaceship? Hmm. <laughs> Why not? That could yeah. be episode one. I, I spaceship. We haven't had a space war yet. We've only the had imaginary finger. space wars. The cubes into the center, uh, getting your little pegs into the center cubes of the of the game uh, field, probably. When you're like X three. Y seven Z twenty. Oh, you blew up my Admiral Akbar ship. Well, it's probably really difficult because nobody's ever that I know of made a workable three D chess game like from Star Trek. 
Wait, that doesn't work? Not that I've ever seen. Like it, it seems like the sort of thing that I, I would know that I could buy if I could. I thought they were really playing it. <laughs> oh. Maybe they were just like, this is just for us, guys. This, you know, like we're giving so much away, so much of of our souls, our well-being, just to make this show for all these people. We're going to keep the king's game of 3D chess to ourselves. The Space King's game. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking about three-dimensional chess and about uh, war in space. And it just made me realize that, like, how confusing would war in space be? Like, Star Wars? I feel like the most confusing part would be that normally we have, like, the good guys and the bad guys, right? And we're like, oh, yeah, the South were the bad guys and the North were the good guys. They got th- they got a whole nother di- a whole nother direction for good guys and bad guys. They'll be like, well, you know, the guys in the in the north, they were they were pretty good. The guys in the south, they they were uh, racists. But then the guys on the on the Z axis, whoo boy! I think we're gonna have to institute some sort of uh, snitch protocol where people <laughs> take a fit like like. I'm going to carve a star into my forehead to indicate my hatred of, of every of every other race other than my own. It's a real rock, paper, scissors scenario when you add a third, uh, a third vector uh, in a war there. there. Potentially you could have like, oh yeah, well the slavery loses to uh, the union but then the union loses to uh, uh, maybe it's a virus. We'll just say. <laughs> oh man, that just made me realize like this virus could have consciousness. It just might not fully uh, have infected enough people. Like we we could have a real Futurama uh, or Rick and Morty style scenario on our hands. I don't even Oof. know yet. It's still Heaven developing. Forbid. Did we lose Daniel? Oh, now I'm here. Oh, you're just silently listening to our incoherent rambling. I was just trying to think of other uh, categories for things. A fourth, a fourth dimension for war to take place in. No, I've, uh, I've lost interest in this. <laughs> completely off topic, guys. But is uh, is the Pope spit holy water? Uh, no, there's enzymes in there. It's not water. <laughs> okay, is it is it holy water plot with now with enzymes? <laughs> holy water, now with enzymes. Do you think that they do something special with the Pope's piss? I I think they should like keep anything that comes out of him. <laughs> the, Pope, <laughs> the Vatican is just full of jars of urine, like Howard Hughes's mansion. <laughs> Fill fill all of those little uh, plastic bubbles up and put it in vending machines all around Rome. Just yeah, they have a gashapon full of uh, old Pope dandruff. <laughs> if you're lucky, <laughs> most of the time you you get a leaky piss bubble. <laughs> Ooh, just fingernail clippings and 
<laughs> oh, the Pope's tartar from when he got his teeth cleaned. <laughs> He's doing a little manscaping. Maybe you get a little Pope bush. Do you, do, you, do you think the Pope bothers to trim his pubes? I do not think that is accurate now. I mean, those kids don't care what he looks like. <laughs> They'll get what they get. They'll like it. <laughs> All right. So, uh, oh, Daniel, do you have another idea for a podcast? Okay. This, I'm again, I, I'm not used to this. I'm just kind of spitballing here, but, uh, Quarantine Choice Awards. <laughs> so this would be. be are you spelling show, it like, like quarantine choice awards? So basically, it'd be a, 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 a weekly, bi-weekly, bi-monthly, tri-monthly, whatever you want to do, award show during these quarantine times. Uh, are, are 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 you are you spelling quarantine with a T E E N? So so we're we're going to be nominating all of the uh, pop stars and uh, heartthrobs of the the era for these awards. Or that's not how I spelt it, but I'm up to to some debate about it. Yeah, I want to know if Devin Sawa is going to get his beak <laughs> wet on this one. Devin Sao is like 50 by now, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. I think we discussed this in a, in a recent episode. Uh, he was in that movie directed by Fred Durst where he gets stalked by uh, John Travolta playing a oh, simpleton. Yeah. Yeah. John Travolta Devin is, like, is 41. Yeah. He's, 41. he's, he's re- he reversed stand himself for a movie a few years ago. Yeah, he was he was on the receiving end of a stan. 41. No shit. That, yeah, I'm that, almost as old as Devin Sawa. That that checks to me. Like I mean, he when I first became aware of him, I was like, he's like a hunk. The, the coolest high school kid and uh, like I'm I'm still in 5th grade or something like that. So, yeah, that, that that's that sounds about the right age. You know, it could have been worse. I mean, a lot of his brethren are already dead, or it's should true. be. Uh, <laughs> Brett, Brad Renfro's dead. Edward Furlong looks like should he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. None. Did anybody from that generation? Well, I guess uh, Joaquin is kind of semi from that generation and like he definitely older. graduated to greatness, but, uh, yeah, he's, I, I just watched uh space camp the other day and, uh, man, <clears throat> I would not have seen that career coming based on his performance in space camp. Terrible. Just bad. Just, ter- just Terrible. I mean, he wasn't not the chosen one. It, wow. River was the good one. <laughs> Seth Green is older than Joaquin Phoenix. What? 
just blew my mind. Can you picture if uh, if Joaquin Phoenix was Doctor Evil's son? <laughs> wow! Imagine Joaquin Phoenix on um, Buffy. Think about Joaquin Phoenix doing a commercial for rallies or checkers. <laughs> Robot chicken would have been better. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, you bite your tongue, AJ. <laughs> we would have had more gravitas. All right. Should we, should we go to the Podtron? Yeah. Oh, I dropped it in the uh, in the chat block at the chat box at the bottom of the. Oh, uh, it's on the ZenCaster. Okay. Yeah. I got you. All right, I got (laughs) I got one here. When you're ready. Yeah, I'm ready. It's called Sword and Hot Wind. Woo! Sword and hot wind. And, uh, yeah, I'd imagine that this is going to be, uh, kind of like a Dungeons and Dragons type thing. But, um, uh, in this version, uh, we, uh, we, we, uh, borrow the, uh, technology from tinder so instead of doing uh instead of rolling dice uh whether or not you win is based on uh, the number of uh, right swipes you get from uh the orcs and goblins I realize I should have given you guys a minute to look over the list. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, so- <laughs> I, I'm, I'm still looking for what. So, uh, what, what do you think a hot hot win is characterized by? The hot win is what you get. Uh, I don't know. I was going to say something about a. Uh, the desert <laughs> like hot wind but oh it's hot wind i thought it was hot like w i n it is it hot is. wind okay. yeah yeah hot wind is what you get when you've been eating beans all day <laughs> like that's meat. right sword and hot wind yeah what is this uh all, all 18th of all century of... politics. <laughs> Boom! Sword and hot wind. Yeah, so it would be like uh, everyone would like swipe for initiative, and uh, then the number of matches you get on Tinder. Maybe that's what it is. It's a it's an RPG where everyone playing instead of having a little uh, bag of dice. Just has a Tinder profile made with their characters' stats, and then the number of uh, like uh, responses and swipes and super likes you get determines your stats. 
and how uh, how it goes uh, when you're uh, in combat. Hmm. And and it could also determine like what what sort of quests are available to you. Because if oh, if, yeah. if you are universally uh, downgraded, you're you're a dog face boy. Uh, you 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 might only have the the sludge of the world to clean up, but you you you, you could have just beautiful golden plated armor and uh, diamond uh, sheen swords clashing if if you're you're one of the sexiest ones. So it's like it it, it could be kind of like the real world where if the genetic lottery didn't hit you, uh, might as well quit this game because you're not going to have any fun. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But imagine how exciting it would be though if you're if if you're the the dud of the party and then when you get a mission, when you get that it's a match and then it's like, <laughs> "Oh, ready, fight." <laughs> then you then your whole party is is going to follow you in there uh to talk to that uh lady. Or whatever. <laughs> there's no, there's no then, monsters then, then or you, dragons or anything. And then you it's clean just women that bathroom. And you're scared to talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, our party so, faces so, its most. Yeah, we we could definitely make an RPG maker RPG about being an ugly person. <laughs> it would be, it could really be good. You must venture into into Sephora. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've I've got one that I I want to do. It's uh, all right. I'm going to give you the number on the list. It's number three because I didn't scroll very far. Serial killer already. <laughs> and and that would, would be like a podcast where we identify people who have murdered one time and then we badger them until they kill, kill again. Serial <laughs> killer already. Come on. You already did one. What's another one going to hurt? And, Just, and, yeah. and then, then, like there, there would be a subtle dance where I would be egging this killer on to murder again, but making sure that I am not the prime target. You know, because well, I feel like then the show would be over. Well, serial killer is a person who has murdered three or more, so it's we have to find okay. lockdown people who have just killed two people. Two people, just, then. All right. OJ Simpson. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's first, we just focus our energies on Orenthal James Simpson. Try and get I we just gotta push him over the edge. I know like you're trying to get back in there. You 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 jumped on Twitter, you want to get your name back out there. And I know it seems a little counterintuitive, OJ, but let me tell you, serial killer already. Come on, man. Serial killer already, OJ. It's. I know it's obvious, but it's obvious for a reason. That reason is money for everybody but you. <laughs> for everybody. Maybe we uh, 
You might get some cool trophies. I know, I know you lost all of yours. So. <laughs> get a new one. We, we that's what we do. We we lure him in with a trophy. We build a big, beautiful trophy. But it's oh, oh, sorry, it's for somebody who's a serial killer. Oh, and then we try and not make him mad at us. And then we can do lots can... of uh, advertising for it with uh, only serial killers will understand memes. <laughs> yeah. And... Daniel, do you have, uh, is anything on the Podtron list jumping out at you? Uh, <clears throat> what the fuck with Joseph Gordon-Levitt? <laughs> I saw that one and I was like, oh, that's pretty good. WTF with Joseph Gordon Levitt. <laughs> so, this would be uh, just the uh, Mark Marin podcast format, but uh, hosted by Joseph Gordon Levitt instead of Mark Marin. Or so, would it be Mark Marin doing his regular podcast, but it's Joseph Gordon Levitt every time? Every, so, is there going to be another. I, I think it's uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt hosting. Like, Mark, Mark Marin could guest on it. Oh, but that's, I mean, it, that's it's just like, like a lot of boisterous positivity injected into WTF. I feel like if Joseph Gordon-Levitt had a podcast, it would be called Levitt or Leave It. Isn't that already a... Is it? Oh. I think that's one of the Pod Save America guys podcasts. <laughs> really? I'm pretty sure. He could I'm still do a to... little bit of levity. It's Love It or Leave It. Oh, that's right. His name's like John Lovett. They all have names they're stealing from other famous people. I'm looking... Uh... I'm looking on uh, Facebook. I just searched Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and there's a bunch of people come up. So, uh, yeah, unless these are all Joseph Gordon-Levitt, it looks like there are other people named that. So uh, we could just get, <clears throat> we could just get other Joseph Gordon-Levitts, probably at a, at a discount. Because they're not the one that was in Third Rock from the Sun. So this would be a uh, traditional WWF where he just interviews people with that name? Yeah, so it'd be what the fuck with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. But it's uh, every time uh, he doesn't know whether he's got the right one or not. (laughs) I believe that was a thing that actually happened to Mark Maron at one point, wasn't it? He he got Kevin McDonald's. A Kevin McDonald that wasn't the one from Kids in the Hall. Yeah. <laughs> confused. That yeah. actually happened. Yeah. yeah, he booked another guy with the name Kevin McDonald. <laughs> well, he was like a kind of famous director. Oh, was it? I thought he was like a guy who wrote a book. No, he like he directed uh, Black Sea. Oh. Yeah, so we could just do this with uh, he directed all these... the directed la- the last king of Scotland and the Black Sea. Oh, so he's like kind that of Kevin a Mc... director. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, last all king right. of Scotland was really good. Yeah. Now I'm looking at all these Joseph Gordon-Levitts that I've found on Facebook. It appears that 
a good number of them are just people who have made profiles for their cat that they named Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> so there, I mean, that seems like a problem, but then again, Mark Marin, big fan of cats, he might be all right with it. If half of his guests were just cats named Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> oh, sorry. I've I've got another one to propose. Okay. Number 72, Diana, case solved. Ooh. Let's <laughs> fully solve that 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 uh wrongful death uh of of Princess Diana. I mean, we know all the parties. We think we know what happened, but let's expose the aliens involved. The to get the, the true case solved. Case closed. That's what we, yeah. So we need to think, we need to take all of the variables into consideration here. Did the queen do it? I mean. Was it O.J. Simpson with the trying to get that three piece? Yeah. <laughs> he, 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 he heard our, our uh, pleas serial killer already uh to uh you know move a few pieces into place on the board to make a certain thing happen wink wink just uh yeah just goosing those stats a little bit he's playing money ball making friends with uh limousine drivers here and there you know it's tight-knit group you know a guy who knows a guy can pull a string for you here and there. Maybe you end up with some crown jewels. Maybe not. Who who can say? Maybe you can display them yeah. in a casino in Las Vegas. <laughs> and then maybe... That's what I want. This, the this greatest scheme ever. Splat to Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> OJ's eleven. Maybe get a team of eleven other people. <laughs> OJ's <You're> eleven. <laughs> Wait, so who goes? Who else is on OJ's eleven? I mean, I think that eleven players are on a football team. <laughs> like you have eleven right? players on the field. It's kind of perfect. All right, so let's let's go. Let's. I mean, it. We've returned full circle to this. It's time to it's time to do our fantasy draft of OJ's eleven. <laughs> uh, this is OJ Simpson is going to kill the queen to uh, get serial killer status and uh, so steal these, the crown jewels. Are these eleven other football players or eleven other serial killers? Um, well, OJ, probably not. not I mean, it's just eleven. Uh, well. I, I think he's actually also included in the eleven. He's one of OJ's eleven. He's gonna he's gonna cast himself in this caper. Uh, so we need ten ten other people to help him get this job done, which is getting that ball across the finish line, so they can score a touchdown, kill that motherfucking queen, and take her jewels. Yes. But again, is are these serial killers or football players or is a mixture of I both? mean, I, I, I would imagine that both of those groups of people would uh give you a lot of fruitful options for this team, but you might need some scientists, you might need some common 
common criminals. They are not specialty criminals like serial killers. Uh, you might yeah, also you gotta want... have people with different skills. Yeah, and maybe I, they have some he, kind of a tie to OJ. You always need at least one Cirque du Soleil person in there. <laughs> That's true. I'm I'm right off the bat. I'm gonna say Brian the Boss Bosworth. The Ooh, he's NFL's gonna be the wild card. Boy. You're casting the wild card first. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's like a he's he's a, a, a era appropriate NFL star. Kind of a bad boy, but like how bad really compared to OJ? Everybody thought OJ was a good guy the whole time. The yeah. whole time. Nobody put the boz in, in the naked gun movies. Although they did give him a movie, right? Where he was like a firefighter or something. Oh, I think there's an action movie. He, with him. he had like a Steven Seagal level. Something oh, I'm thinking of Howie Long. It. Howie Long was the one that had an action movie I, I think where they he was both a firefighter. <laughs> yeah, I think Howie Long was in Firestorm, if I remember right. Firestorm. I don't know. I I, I want to give. Uh, who do you think should be the tech guy? We we got to give like like get one sciency sort of guy who makes makes all the gadgets work. Um. Hmm. Oh, uh, Brian Bosworth's movie was Stone Cold. Stone Cold. Stone Cold. Brian Bosworth. Uh, technology guy. Hmm. Oh, oh, oh. What about, uh, what about the kid that invented Napster? Oh, Sean. Sean, uh, F- Fanning? That, that sounds right. Uh, isn't Sean I, Parker? I know he ended up being in the social network and, uh, Justin Timberlake played him. I think that's, there's two. I think, I think. Sean Parker made Napster. Okay. There's two guys. They were both named Sean. I'm almost certain of that. Oh, Sean Fanning. Sean Fanning. Yeah. Yeah. Is the other one Sean Parker? Yeah. Yes. Uh, 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 yeah. Yeah. Napster was founded by Sean Fanning and Sean Parker. Sean. The Sean. Spelled differently. So, so I don't know if that counts as two, but uh, I'm counting them as one. The Sean's. Yeah, and and Let's then we probably you know we, we probably need to get the what what whatever the uh, that that Saturday morning cartoon was where they they had uh, Michael Jordan, Bo Jackson, and Wayne Gretzky, and they fought crime. I, be- I believe that was called the All Stars. Yeah, I think we should get the All Stars in there. We're just throwing them all in, <laughs> or maybe not Bo. I don't want to like intimidate OJ. Yeah, that's gonna step on OJ's toes. Yeah, a bit there. so like we'll we'll let OJ be the one that like swings entire trees to knock buildings over. So what happens to Bo Jackson? Yeah, yeah. So they, he's just they, out. Uh, well, he had so many injuries. I'd I'd hate for him to uh, ruin his retirement on this one. I I, I, I feel like you're fine. setting up a you're setting up a, a twist in the third act where Bo Jackson shows up. Now. He works for the Queen, all right. He works for the Queen. 
He knows baseball. He knows basketball. He knows national security. Yeah, he he knows it all. And then, uh, what what, what do we need? Like six more? Uh, So we got to exclude one of the seven dwarves. I'm going to nominate either (laughs) Sleepy or Dopey. Just let all those other boys run rampant. I think you got to cut bashful loose. <laughs> I'd say yeah. bashful and sneezy. Those are the the ones to cut. Oh yeah, you don't want sneezy when you're in that when you're when you're, when you're uh, navigating a laser in that maze. clean room. I mean, this this day and age, you don't want sneezy around. <laughs> yeah, sneezy. It's first one getting axed. Okay, I, I think we might be keeping four of the dwarves. So, like, who, what do we got room for? Two more wild cards? Who, who, who are the wild cards? Um, let's get a... Hmm. I don't think we need a Cirque du Soleil guy now because we have so many dwarves on the team. Like, they're all going to fit in those spaces. Yeah, we've got the little guys. And maybe maybe we uh, we go we zig when they think we're gonna zag. Uh, we we put all the dwarves in a in a trench coat, stack them three high. <laughs> so they're like, oh, they're gonna use those dwarves for something. But then we just have them dressed up like a very tall man uh, who just stepped in from the fog. It's true. We we and, might uh, need to go into a, like a, a like an R rated movie. And uh, just just like being able to sneak our team members in, that's going to be ideal. <laughs> we we sneak them in to see the to see the Ocean's Eleven movie. Yeah, because the, 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 they don't know what to do. It's actually the drive-in movie, and they're they're playing a double feature of the Queen and Ocean's Eleven. This <laughs> is like the perfect opportunity. <laughs> Who would have thought it? Nobody would have thunk this. And the, and those movies are like PG or PG-13, but we're just like, we can't afford to bring all these the dwarves into the movies. Titties. All the queen titties in that movie? I don't believe it. She's flapping them around like they're everybody's business. Mm. It's that part where she holds her scepter underneath them just to show how strong they are. <laughs> That is the weirdest part of the movie, for sure. Oh. Sir G.I. Jane moment. <laughs> that's what the that's what the British tabloids all said <laughs> when it happened in real life. Is that do we have OJ's eleven yet? Um if we're included in it, then I think we do. Yeah. All right, there we go. If we got us, it. Four of the 11. dwarves, Brian Boss. We're all at- <laughs> a cracker jack team. We are uh I yeah. like I like our chances. <laughs> I think the uh I think the odds are in our favor. All right, let's just run through this list. Uh we've got eBay Live, got podcast for billionaires. Tattoo You, the Rolling Stones trivia slash uh, tattoo uh, dare podcast. Uh, book My report. On that one. You what? My best on the tattoo. You. I, I want to see AJ tattooed. Okay. 
we have uh, the book report, uh, board war games, quarantine choice awards, sword and hot win, serial killer already, what the fuck with Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and Diana, case solved. Um, I don't know how you're feeling, but, uh. I've, I feel like, uh, yeah, one, one is, is, is standing out to me right now. Hmm. I kind of like billionaire podcast. Ooh. And I kind of like tattoo you. And, <laughs> and I know there's already one vote for that. So I'm going to hear what you, what, what your idea was, Nate, before I. Uh, my mine was actually going to be the quarantine choice awards, was the one that I I do like. I do like the billionaire bug. I don't know how we would do the tattoo one. We can't the, the, even the leave prob- our houses. Yeah, <laughs> the, the the problem with the tattoo you one is we can't just play a whole lot of Rolling Stones songs in the podcast. <laughs> but like, how long do we get? Like, is it six seconds that we can play something like that? Yeah. Ugh. Something like that. I'm I'm okay with quarantine choice awards, uh, and and I'm okay if if it it's a a podcast uh, that that billionaires are. Uh... <laughs> Maybe we do a little bit of we add I'm, a little I'm bit of. We're the we're the, we're the cash cows I, of tomorrow. <laughs> With anyone that you propose? Yeah, I'm fine with either one. Okay. <laughs> well, what if we did the Quarantine Choice Awards, but we gave it a little bit of flavor of... Uh, Maybe the Quarantine uh, Billionaire's Choice Awards? Yeah, yeah. We, we, we make it... Uh, we we, we uh, heavily imply that it has a certain audience that we're uh, going for with our Quarantine Choice Awards. Okay, I'm cool with that. All right, cool. Well, folks, uh, if you want to hear the Quarantine Choice Awards, uh, that will be uh, up this Friday on our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash we don't have a podcast yet. There you can find the whole vault, an episode every week on top of our normal release here on uh, your podcasting app. Uh, if you subscribe at the, uh, uh, I think there's a $3 level that's in limited supply and then a $5 level, uh, you get access to every, uh, episode from the vault. There's also a bunch that we've just released for free because we're in quarantine and we thought that we'd give you something to binge. So head on over there to patreon.com slash. We don't have a podcast yet. Also, you can follow us on Instagram. Twitter, uh, TikTok, and our Facebook group. If you uh, look us up on uh, the social media, uh, that's usually where we go when we get an audience suggestion for a podcast. Uh, we didn't do one this week because we had an actual uh, friend on the show also suggesting ideas, and we didn't want to go on forever. Uh, other than that, uh, uh, do, do you guys have anything you want to plug? Anything going on? <laughs> Absolutely not. 
I want to kiss everybody's face, but I'll never see it again, so I won't. This That's just all I had to AJ's say. Eyes have been poked out. You'll never see it again. <laughs> no, no, just I'm just uh, I, I have to keep working, and every day that I work, I'm like uh, the inevitability that I get this increases. And, oh boy! And you know, I'm I'm probably not going to seek treatment. So. <laughs> dark end to the podcast Woo! Yeah. all right you know, good night everybody keep eating cereal for dinner all right that's that's not been our show 